Welcome to the Crystal Crawford Show. I'm Crystal Crawford. One of these days, that's going to be a surprise. I'm going to be like, welcome to the Crystal Crawford Show. I am Fernanda. <laughs> you know, just for fun. Um, gosh, this week's episode, episode 12, how to kick your own ass over the edge. Um, if you are not watching my video, I have invited my new ring light to play. <laughs> just for fun. Um, I'm really glad to be here today. I'm actually really glad to be talking about this topic. And it's funny because this topic has about 18 different facets to it. Hi, Jorgen. I'm Maureen. And I'm really, really open to your questions today. So if you have any questions about, you know, how do, what am I, what are you stuck on? Like, what are you stuck on? What are you not choosing? What do you wish you were choosing? Um, what, what, what is going on that you're not choosing? And uh, please put them in the chat and we will we'll riff on those for a while. It is a crystal evening. Yes. Um, how do you kick your ass, own ass over the edge? Well, so this topic came up actually um, from a comment that I got in one of my, in my school business group. And I love this lady. I adore her. She actually contributes to my business a lot. And um, she was, I'm probably going to butcher what she said, but basically she was like, what, what do I do to get this stuff done that, you know, it's all, all it takes is a choice to get it done. And, and she was talking about actually losing that last 10 pounds. And then uh, I think it was something to do with her business. So the first thing that I asked her was like, do you actually have a desire to do those things? Like, do you actually have a desire to lose that last 10 pounds that you've decided you have to lose? Do you actually have a desire to do that thing with your business? Are you, are you choosing something with your business that inspires you to create it? And out of those questions came this awareness of like, you're, it's not that you're demanding muscle, it's broken. It's not that you're demanding muscle is broken. It's that you are bored with your choice. And that's part of it. That can be a piece of it. Um, but let's talk about that piece for a second, because how to kick your own ass over the edge is, is not a mystery. Like choice creates, demand creates. That's what's creating in my life so far. That's what creates me getting everywhere that I go. Like my life from three years ago went from waiting tables and making, I don't even know what I was making per year, maybe $40,000 a year waiting tables living in a small town, to traveling the world anytime that I want, to taking every access class that I want to take, to um, living in a beautiful home in West Vancouver, to driving a Mercedes, to, you know what I mean? Like, life has really, really changed. Hi, Kinga. Hi, Johanna. I'm glad you guys are here. And um, so how did I do it? It's not, it's not actually mysterious. I chose things that were completely outside my comfort zone and I kept choosing them and I kept asking, what do I have to do or be to create this, to have this? I just kept being that question. Now, there were plenty of times, there are still plenty of times, probably more in the past, plenty of times where, you know, I would go to doubt or I would get into fear and get into stuff because anytime that you're choosing something that's outside of your comfort zone, stuff comes up, which I didn't really have that information at the time. I just knew that it came up. And I knew that I wasn't going to let that stuff stop me from creating and having what it is I wanted to have. So one of the ways that I use to kick my own ass over the edge of choice into choice into creation is I choose things that inspire me. That's actually probably my best and biggest secret and tool. I choose things that inspire me. Now for me, that's shown up 
I've actually always done that. I was looking, I don't know who I was talking to, but I was looking back on this. Like I chose, when I was in my twenties, I chose to go on a missions trip to China to smuggle Bibles. Um, I think I was 22 at the time and the trip cost $5,000, which was 20 years ago. So that was a fair bit of money back then. And I'd never created that much money in my life and I didn't know how to do it, but I'd seen some other people do this fundraising letter thing. So I ended up raising just enough money to get to the first leg of the trip, which was still in the United States. So I went, I flew from Colorado to Texas uh, to go to this training. There was two weeks in Texas that we did all this training. So I made enough money, created enough money to go there, but I was still $1,500 short. And I was very, it was very likely that I was going to fly to Texas and do all this training and not be able to get to China. But I was, I was having it. And so I flew to Texas anyway. And um, while I was there in the middle of training, one of the guys that was on my team had put a blank check in his wallet, knowing that somebody there was going to require money and he just wasn't sure who it was. And I started talking to him without knowing that, that I was still $1,500 short for my trip. And he wrote me a check for the rest of that trip. And so that was my first really big experience with like choosing something that inspired me and not knowing how to get there, but just keep continuing to choose anyway, like getting on the plane anyway, even though I didn't have everything that was required. Um, the second major one was choosing to go to Bible school. I was 25. I was working a desk job at the time and, um, you know, just running this guy's office. I was making good money. I had health insurance, which in the States was a big deal. Um, health insurance, I had a good job. It was stable. And I was so bored. Like I was just stabbing my eyeballs out bored. And I, I was mad at myself for it too. And this was way before access tools. You know, because I had a great boss and I had a great thing going, um, but I was dying inside. And I really remember sitting at my desk in the beautiful sunshine streaming through my beautiful window. Is this all there is? And not long after that, I, I was going to church at the time and I, the, there was a pastor that came to speak. He was a guest, guest speaker at this church that I was going to. And um, he was so cool. He was like a blues musician and former druggie. And like he in his Bible school teachings, like he, like he uh, combined Eastern mythology and psychology and Bible stuff. And it was just so cool. Like it took all the facets of my life and stuff that I was interested in and like, you know, combined it into one thing. Hi, Jacqueline. Hi, Karen. And so, um, so I found out he had a Bible school and I was like, I was stunned into excitement. <laughs> and because um, I was 25 and I'd never gone to university because school for me was really and I couldn't find a typical degree in any of the listings in any of the universities that was interesting to me. So guess what? It wasn't interesting. So I didn't choose it. I couldn't even make myself choose university because it just didn't interest me. So when I found out I had a school, I was 25, it was the first school that it ever interested me. So I, I researched it. I kept, I kept, I started emailing back and forth with the entry people um, I was so excited and she's, and she's like, well, why didn't you just come down for a visit? Well, even buying a plane ticket at that time was like so beyond my comfort zone. And I, so I started looking at plane tickets cause I'd never even considered flying somewhere. So I looked at plane tickets and I, I finally created the money to, to do it. And, um, I flew down to Alabama for the first time from Colorado and, um, so at home, it was like, it was literally like walking into home, like the energy so matched everything I was asking for at that time. And to move down to Alabama from Colorado for me at 25 was like one of the biggest choices I had ever considered making. And I started doing the math of what it was going to take to move all my stuff and 
it didn't even occur to me at the time to leave my shit and actually buy new stuff. <laughs> oh, hi, Eric. Um, so anyway, fine was it was going to cost me this much money and I was having it. And it was a choice that inspired me so much that I looked at what it was going to take. And at first I went to despair. And the second thing I did was like, well, what is it going to take? Cause I don't make enough money in my job. So what else can I choose? I could wait to, and I didn't work at night in the day job. And so I went that very next day and I went out to the Outback Steakhouse where I knew they would hire me because I was like one of the best waitresses around. I just, <laughs> and I got a job the next day and I waited tables and worked during the day and put all of my tip money in a wine bottle so that I couldn't reach it because it was all cash. And within a couple months, I saved up enough money to move down to Alabama. And I remember the moment when I, because the, the whole thing was to break the wine bottle and then all the cash flew out, right? And I remember the moment that I did that and how fucking amazing I felt about me and about what I was choosing. And when I, I drove down to Alabama with my sister and um, we took pictures along the way and it was just this really phenomenal thing that I'd never chosen before. And that school itself was another massive choice for me because it was a, it was a four-year school squashed into two years. So it was enough of a challenge for me. In fact, it was incredibly challenging. I was pretty much busy from 6 a.m. to midnight every day. Like I've, I've never slept so little and been so busy, but it was, it was, it was this massive like choice for me that kept me busy. And one of the reasons I'm giving you all these examples is because I want you to start to see yourself in this. Like what the things that inspire me, that motivate me to choose to create are things that that are interesting enough to have enough for me to do and keep me entertained. And it pretty much, if it doesn't have those four things and if it's not creating something greater in my life and a whole ton of money, I'm not interested. And it's, it's really, really, really simple. But I learned that through choosing things that I didn't create. It would be like, it was, because the thing about us as humanoids is we have, we have ideas all the time. You have a lot of ideas, but idea even into actual like secret because it doesn't, it's clearly not enough to just good ideas really. Cause you guys are all like, I would imagine you have 1800 good ideas. If you ask me and I'll give you one. I'll probably give you one. <laughs> Cause I typically look at your, look at the capacity to extrapolate. Oh, well you could start a business and you're really great at this. You could actually start an this. If, if one of the things you're doing with creating is you're, I mean, let's just run bars. If what you're doing is like trying to run this business like the way else does it, and not really, there's only like in your classes, they want to look at what kind of bars you have to create to keep you busy enough. Literally, that's really the that I kick my ass over any edge. Is when I notice that I'm not creating, the first myself is truth. Do I have to create this? No. To create this. Well, what can I do to create it in a way that's for me? Now, sometimes I ask steps in there just makes me my brain busy enough. Some, lately, though, instead of I've people in more projects, and that is a look at I've looked at the energy of just giving myself work and the energy of adding people to projects the future I desire to create and the future I desire to create that involves and supports a lot of people that can go. I'm gone. That is creating a future and a legacy. All that stuff inspires me. And the about when you are choosing things that inspire you, don't require an asking. 
think that's a lot here because it's not about kicking your ass to choose things, things that you can And it's not even necessarily finishing. It is that, like, finishing this project, you know, create, a, like, what would finishing this project create? Would it create a feature? Would it create a feature? That's one of the questions you ask. Because I'm annoyed, like, you'll start 82 things or get them finished, which is fine. With that, sometimes you got to start and go, Hey, finish actually create like I'm going through that, I'm putting myself through that, like with writing something, getting a publisher into the world, two ideas, 52 on you know what I mean. And right, and I hate a publisher already, and I'm aware of it, aware of the future which I choose to do it. The same thing with this radio show. I was aware of this radio show a year and a half, and finally I did. guess what happened after starting the show? Like, so much after starting the show. So cool. Like, I get to interview with you. Um, point. So, so it's not about, and please feel free to throw your comments in the chat if you have questions about this. It's not about looking at things that you decided you should that's not what they're not choices they're decisions it's computations and conclusions this is oh, that there I know what's for that to share with you what do you do or be able? that's a choice a decision is decide 10 pounds 10 pounds and I'm not doing it so I judge yourself when you and you normally we, we set ourselves up to judge doing it wrong and that is not something out of judgment. You can only create something from a choice. Want to look at that and go, hey, if I were really choosing to a choice and not something I have to, what would I change? And I want to choose. Do you care about that last kilos? Uh, she happens to be. So thank you, right? Do I care? Does my care? Do I? Yeah. No. All right. Well, and see what that. Creates. Do I want to? Yeah. Okay. Cool. What could I choose today? To change. Like this is the the need to be is, and brutally honest. Things you you should do or choosing to do, and I don't know if it's really difficult to. Deciding, judging, computing, computing things has this has a to it. Deciding to get married, deciding, to have, you know, like this and see what that creates. It's a really different energy. I'm going to choose to be with you today and tomorrow. Well, we'll see when we get to tomorrow. I'll see what tomorrow brings. Right? That's got a really that's got so much lightness and space to it. And the thing about choice is you have a new choice in every 10 seconds. So let's say you know you're choosing right now to create a different body shape. Okay, well, you get to keep choosing that every single time you go to put food in your mouth. You get to keep choosing that every single time that you go to front a clearing. You get to, you get to keep choosing that every single time you breathe, right? That's having a new choice in every 10 seconds. And you may choose in this 10 seconds to eat just fruit, vegetables, and nuts, and then the next 10 seconds to add dairy, right? Um, every choice creates something. So if, you're, if you become willing to start playing with your choices instead of, demanding of yourself, which is actually really mean. 
that you institute the decisions you've made. So one of the, one of the tools that you can use is what decision. So what decision have I made here? That's gosh, what would be a good question? What decision have I made here? That's creating no choice. And then everything that is right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pot, call, land, short, split, meons. What decision have I made here? That's creating no choice. And what that's going to do is that's going to reveal the decision you've made. And then after it reveals the decision you've made, you can just acknowledge you made a decision and go, oh, well, what other choices do I have here that I've never considered? Everything about consciousness and everything about these tools of access consciousness is to bring you to choice, all of them, without judgment. Consciousness includes everything and judges nothing. So every single tool that we've created here is to bring you to choice. And if you're judging and deciding and concluding and computing something, you can't create it. So the same goes for classes. If you've decided you're going to have a bars class, right? You've decided I'm going to have a bars class. And I'm going to have it here, and it's going to be on this date. And I need this class to go to this other class, right? All of a sudden, you've limited everything that can show up. If instead you go, I'm going to play with this. I'm going to see what this creates. So I'm going to, I'm going to choose to have it on this date. And that's not about the words that you use. I am using different words. And that's like this much of it. But it's about the energy you're being with it. So I want you to see if you can pick up on the energy and the difference in the energy. Energy is everything. The energy that you be is everything. And one of the reasons that we as facilitators, when you're talking to us, we'll, take the, we'll listen to you so intently is we're, we're listening to what you say and the energy behind the words so that we can bring more awareness to you and your world so that you can have awareness of how you're actually creating your life. So energy is everything. So if instead of, I've decided I'm having this, I'm going to have it, it's going to pay for this thing, right? So, hmm, okay, I require some money. What would be fun to create? Bars class would be fun. All right, well, let's put it on this day and see what shows up. I'm going to put it on this day. I'm going to play with talking to this person, and I'm going to invite these people, see if they know anybody that would want to come to this class. Um, I'm going like, to play with doing some taster sessions and see what that creates. And what else can I do to play with creating this money? Like, I'm having this money. I'm having this other thing that this money is going to buy me something, right? Like, I'm going on this trip. I'm going on this class. What else can I play with? And what that does is it's the choice to have something in your life. And then it's the play of seeing how it's going to show up. And you're creating all these different little ways that the universe could contribute to you if it wanted to. And then in a bunch of other ways that you may not ever think of. But you're creating all these little avenues for stuff to show up for this thing that you're choosing and this thing that you're going to have. And that's another way that I kick myself over the edge, kick my ass over the edge is I, well, I guess that's the same way. I'm just sort of describing I'm like, is there another way or it's just the same thing? I play, I choose the thing and then I play with all the different ways that that money could show up. And it always does. And what's really, really cool about being willing to play with your life in this way is that it, it isn't, you don't have to be violent with yourself. You have to be violent with yourself if you're trying to make yourself do something you've decided. You have to be. You have to abuse yourself to make yourself do something you've decided. If instead you're willing to just choose and then choose again and then play and then choose and then see what gets created and see what shows up and see what shows up here, then you get to have the play and the adventure of being alive. Now, you may not want that. You may really enjoy abusing yourself and then you just need to acknowledge that I really enjoy abusing myself. But if instead you're willing to let go, hey, what, what would this take? What can I be or do that's different here that would actually create this 
in a really different way. Then what, what happens is the universe can contribute all this awareness to you. And then you get to have the ease and the play of things showing up and, and be involved and engaged and actively creating with the universe uh, what's showing up in your world. So I think my first tip for if you're thinking that you need to kick your ass over the edge and if you would like to kick yourself into creation is are you choosing and creating something that's even interesting to you? And if you're not, what can you add to that thing? What can you add to it? What can you change? What can you institute that's different? And the second thing would be to be willing to do and be whatever it takes. Be willing to do and be whatever it takes. If you're not willing to do and be whatever it takes, then what do you have to change to be willing to do and be whatever it takes, right? So, and if you're not willing to do and be whatever it takes, just acknowledge that and go, yeah, I'm not willing to do that right now. I'm not choosing it. Instead of telling yourself stories about why things aren't happening or you don't have time or you're broke or instead of going into all the story of everything, just acknowledge that you're not choosing it. It's okay. Consciousness includes everything and judges nothing. It doesn't even judge your no choice, right? It just, or this choice or that choice. It's we who do that. So if so, so that. And if after a while you're not choosing and you're like, well, this is boring. I'm going to choose something. Then do that. Right? But indulge in whatever it is that you're doing. Just indulge in it. Just go, all right, well, I'm not choosing. I'm actually choosing to be pathetic and broke right now. Cool. Trust me, at some point, you get bored. And this is the key. This is what Gary told me once, and I've never forgotten it, is that humanoids only change something when they're bored. They don't change something because they're pissed off. They don't change something. They change something when they're bored. And every single time that I've made a major shift in my life, like totally turned the whole tide I mean, the most recent one was uh, in February, and I've told that story a number of times where I was really living hand to mouth in this massive house in Vancouver, you know, looking rich and traveling to classes. It was still like hand to mouth. And I woke up one morning and I'm like, this fucking changes right now. I'm so done. I'm over it. I'm over not having a good car. I'm over driving a beater. I'm over not having the money that I want. Like, I'm just done. And I started doing and being whatever it took in that moment to bring in cash right away. And that energy like took me into this incredible phase of momentum in my life. And, um, and then you want to just start pulling energy into that. Like a, and, and really at that point, when you're making that kind of a choice, you become the walking energy pole. Like you become it. You are, no, you are now an energetic like vortex where the universe is like, yeah, baby, we got you. Like, we, we, like you are pulling the energies of the universe so hard that it can't not contribute to you at that point. And, um, and there's no how to any of this. If you want to have a business that you don't have now, you just have to start. Like you have to start anywhere and you just have to start the exact place where you know how to start. And then you educate yourself some more and then you start again the next day and then you educate yourself some more and then you start again the next day and then you educate yourself and you start again the next day because it doesn't matter what you're creating, whether it's a new life or a new relationship or a new business. Um, you're starting from scratch. All of us have started from scratch in whatever it is we're creating. So if, if traveling the world and going to classes is a new thing for you, you're starting from scratch in that area. That's cool. I started from scratch in that area too, and I had no idea how the fuck I was going to do it. And so I just started. I started by choosing my first major class and was like, okay, so this major class is going to cost me $3,500 plus flight plus hotel wow, that's like, you know, whatever that was, $5,000, like that's more money than I've created for anything in a long time. 
okay, what's that going to take? What can I create to have that? And you just start with whatever ideas come to you in that moment. And, you, and choice creates awareness. So you're going to get awareness as you choose. What would it take for me to be not so, uh, what would it take for me to not be so comfortable with being bored? Okay, time to start afresh each and every day. Yeah. Well, and just acknowledge that you like being bored. Like you're great at it. You could even acknowledge you're lazy. And if that brings up energy, go, hey, what energy, space, and consciousness can me and my body be to be the bored, lazy fuck I truly be for all eternity? <laughs> I mean, one of the things that you need to do with the, the, indulging is one of the major tools here, like really indulging. Because what we tend to do with our tendencies when we think we should be doing something else is we resist and react to ourselves. And that sticks it in place. You can't change it from resistance and reaction, although we still think we can because we keep doing it. So to get out of resistance and reaction to what you're choosing, you've got to indulge in it. And that's what these clearings do, like this energy, space, and consciousness. What energy, space, and consciousness can me and my body be to be the Lord, the Lord, the bored, lazy fuck? I add fuck for me and see if that works for you. I truly be for all eternity. And everything that doesn't allow it, I destroy and create it. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pot, all interest, boys and beyonds. Because that actually gives you, that's going to create, that's going to change the charge on it for you. And what it's going to do is actually invite you to be an allowance of everything that you're choosing. And we can only choose and create from allowance. You can't choose and create from decision, judgment, computation, conclusion, or resistance and reaction. You just can't do it. It doesn't work. You can only choose and change from allowance. So that clearing actually gets you into allowance of you after a while. It may take a number of days running it and looping it and playing it and hearing it over and over and over. Because anything we're resisting and reacting to, we have judgment about. And it's clearing the judgment that actually gives you the choice of like, you know what? I am bored. And when you're, when you're willing, when you can finally acknowledge it with no charge on it and no judgment of it, that's when you actually have the capacity to make a different choice. That's when you get to tap into all of your creative capacities to choose something else. And so that's like tip number 12 of <laughs> this show. One, two, three, and 12. Um, yeah. So be willing to choose big enough. Demand of yourself to be and do whatever it takes to get it done and make it happen and be the energy of receiving it. And then ask the universe to contribute to you and be willing to ask for contribution wherever you go. Hey, do you know anybody that would be willing? Do you know anybody that would want to take a breath class? Do you, do you know anybody that would be interested in this thing? Do you know anybody? Like be willing to ask and receive for the contribution of people and the universe. And, but you be your biggest advocate. You be your biggest fan. You be your biggest mover. You be willing to be that person that you're willing to be for everybody else. And you can't not create everything that you're asking for. It's, it would be impossible. So what energy, space, and consciousness can you and your body see to be the bulldozers of a new reality for yourselves with total ease? And everything that doesn't allow that, we destroy it and create it. Right, wrong, good, bad, pot, pot, online, shorts, boys, and you. All right, I'm going to end on that note. I adore you. If this was helpful, please share it. And I will see you guys next week.